Welcome back to the Zoe Youth Podcast, everybody. How you guys doing? It's Jordan. Bro, we missed you guys so much last week. Hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. We are excited to get back to the Zoe Youth Podcast. This is your So excited. This is the podcast where we answer all of your questions about faith, the Bible, Christianity, anything like that. And today, I'm joined once again by Jackson and Derek. Yo, yo, yo. Hello, sirs. Hello, sirs. And ma'ams. And ma'ams. ma'ams. Today, we've got a great question. Today's question is this. If you're truly following God, what does that look like? Or what does my life look like if I am truly following God? This is a great question. I'm so excited to dive into this. The first thing I want to say on this question is that I think what our life looks like when we're truly following God is sometimes maybe not exactly what we think it would look like. I feel like there's this idea that like, when you're truly following God and that means that you're like almost perfect. And what I would suggest as the starting point of what your life looks like when you're truly following God is when you're truly following God, your life looks like continually turning back to him. Your life looks like you are continually returning back to God, that you are continually reminded of the fact that, that your salvation comes from Christ alone uh, repentance is something you continually walk in. I think that's a thing that sometimes people think like, oh, when I'm really following God, then that means I won't struggle with the thing that I'm dealing with anymore. But the reality is when you're truly, when your life is truly following God, then that just means that you continue to bring the things of your life before God. It might not mean that uh, every sin you struggle with is immediately gone and there's this one moment where you get saved and now suddenly you're perfect. But what it means is that when you struggle and, and when you experience sin in your life because you're going to, that you continually bring that before God. Yeah. I, I'm also reminded of uh, in, in James where it says the Lord draws near to those who draw near to him. And that as you are continually living your life for God, that you are continually drawing near to him. And through that, he's continually drawing near to you. Uh, Jesus also talks about how no one comes to the Father except through me. And he talks about how, um, you know, when it, it talks about judgment and it, it talks about how, you know, many will say to me that they, many will have done miracles in my name or, or, or will say to me that they knew me, but Jesus says, depart from me, I never knew you. And that truly following Christ it, and truly living for God means that we continually remember that Christ is our Lord, that we continually come back to Jesus we continually surrender to Jesus that every single day we're not going to be perfect, but we're going to be surrendered to Jesus. We're going to be pursuing him and we're going to be um, like through that process of pursuing him. The Holy Spirit is going to continually draw closer to us and we're going to continue to look more and more like him. But that's what I would say is just kind of a foundational basis is that when your life is when you, when you're truly following Christ, then your life is is going to reflect the fact that Christ is evident, and that's going to be re- like for a lot of people, that's going to be made clear in, in the fact that you continue to recognize Christ as your source. But what about you guys, Jackson, Derek? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, I like how you mentioned um, how there's this idea of being perfect when you become a Christian. Um, and I, I think of like, you know, how on news, like on a news station, they'll say breaking news. And in this moment, I think we can imagine breaking news. We are not going to be perfect <laughs> when we become Christians. It's we true. weren't perfect when we weren't. 
the following Jesus and we aren't perfect when we are following Jesus. Right. Um, but I like what Luke nine says. It says, whoever wants to be my disciples, this is Jesus talking. Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. This is getting into a little of what Jackson will mention later about repentance. Um, but we have to wake up every morning. We have to go throughout every single day saying, I am going to deny myself. I'm going to deny my sinful desires, my fleshly desires, my sinful nature, and say, Jesus, I choose you Yeah, every day. Yeah, This isn't a one-time done type of deal. Yeah, We... We are, unfortunately, we are human and Very we are true. not perfect and Amen. we have a sinful nature and we have to say, Lord, forgive me for what I've done. Mm-hmm. I am going to choose you each mm-hmm. and every single day. No matter what I've done yesterday, no matter what I've done today, I know that you still love me because I am found in you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree with everything Jordan and Derek said. And to touch on the repentance part a little bit, um, it's realizing repentance is not this scary thing. Repentance is just turning away from your sin and yeah. saying, it's not just saying, God, I'm sorry. It's saying, God, I'm sorry. And this is what I'm going to do to get rid of that sin. This is how I'm going to follow you. This is how I'm going to pick up my cross. If you struggle at looking at pictures of men or women on Instagram, maybe you need to delete Instagram. If you struggle with mm-hmm. downloading apps that are bad on your phone, maybe you should give your parents a password to your phone or a guardian mm-hmm. and say, Hey, I'm, I shouldn't be able to download apps. I'm doing this. That's what that's what it means to follow the Lord is denying yourself, picking up your cross and following him, getting yeah. rid of all forms of um, temptation. Mm-hmm. Self-control does not start while you're in the middle of temptation. Self-control so starts by getting rid of all facets that could lead to temptation. Yeah. That's what self-control is. Yeah. Another verse I want to show you guys or read you guys is Jeremiah 45.5. It says, and do you seek great things for yourself? Seek them not for behold, I am bringing disaster upon all flesh, declares the Lord. But I will give you your life as a prize of war in all places to which you may go. The Christian life is not seeking things of the flesh, but seeking a way to serve the king. Yeah. Uh, Jesus even says in, in, in Mark 10, 41, he says, even the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Mm-hmm. You want to know how you know if you're living a life uh, truly following God? Are you serving people or are you waiting for people to serve you? Mm. Everything you do in your life should be out of servanthood, that Jesus is fulfilling you with his spirit, and you are then outpouring and serving people. Mm -hmm. What are we called to do as Christians? We're called to preach the gospel, and we are called to walk in holiness. Are you serving people? Are you preaching the gospel to people? Are you intentively taking uh, active decisions to walk in holiness, Mm -hmm. get rid of uh, different areas of sin in your life? Are you willing to do that? I would say... That's where it is. Uh, that's how you would really know if you're following. And an easy way to like start that, understand that if you're having a desire to get rid of some things, to get rid of the sin in your life, you have the Holy Spirit within you. Mm-hmm. If you're worried about, oh, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Yeah. If you're even thinking about it, it's a sign that you have the Holy Spirit within you. Exactly. He's convicting you. And he is calling you to lead mm-hmm. a life worth a question. He's calling you to live a life fully sold out to God. So that's what mm-hmm. I would have to say. Jordan, Derek, I don't know if you guys have anything else to add on, but that's what I would have to say about it. Well, I love what you said about self-control, and I feel like we could just do a whole other podcast about that sometime. But (laughs) it's just just so true that, like, 
self-control does not begin when you're in a moment and you go, oh my gosh, I need to not do this. But self-control begins when you find out the, th- the, the ways that you allow yourself, whether intentionally or, to in, or unintentionally or intentionally, that you allow yourself to get to a point where you have to make a decision yes. mm-hmm. and, and self-control is, hey, how can I even, how can I eliminate the need to make a decision with that in my life? Yeah. Like how can I eliminate the need to, to, to choose to not sin and just eliminate that temptation completely? That's so good. But also just as we kind of wrap up, um, one thing that I wanted to encourage you with is I don't want your, your, um, salvation or, or your faith to feel like this scary hanging question mark of like, Oh, like, am I saved? Am I not saved? What we want you guys to experience is that the Bible says that if, if you confess with your mouth and believe that Christ is Lord, that you will be saved. But it also encourages us to continue to work out our salvation with fear and trembling and not fear and trembling in an anxiety way, but in a way that says, hey, like I continually need to be working on my salvation. Uh, It's like what Derek said. It's not just a one time thing where you say, oh, I'm following Jesus. And then you never have to think about that again for the rest of your life. But it means that continually and daily I'm saying, hey, what are the ways in my life that I can that I continue to need to draw close to Christ. One thing that I just want to end on that I love is I was reminded a while ago uh, of the fruit of the spirit. And the reality is that, like we said many times today, living your life for the Lord does not mean that you're not going to sin because we're all broken and sinful human beings. But when we are saved, we are given the righteousness of Christ and we are given the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit begins to work inside of you. And the Holy Spirit begins to change the desires that you have, the thoughts that you have. The Holy Spirit inside of you is what removes sin from your life. You removing sin is not a thing that happens because you've tried hard enough. But it's the Holy Spirit working inside of you that as your faith matures and as your faith continues to grow, that the Holy Spirit increases in you. And so it is another thing that when your life is continually surrendered to the Lord, there will be evidence of it through the gifts of the Spirit. And there will be evidence of it through the fruit of the Spirit, like love and joy and peace and patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. When you see those things continuing to grow in your life, that is that is evidence right there that the Holy Spirit is moving and working in you. And I love what Jackson said right at the end there. When when there's something in your life, an area of sin that is exposed to you, that's evidence again that the Holy Spirit is, is showing you that. Yeah. Because you don't wake up by yourself on a Monday morning and think, oh man, like I wonder what the areas that I'm sinning are. Exactly. The Holy Spirit prompts that inside of you. Yeah. And that is evidence right there that the Lord is moving and working in your life. And so then... The flip side of that and our responsibility is that when the Holy Spirit prompts us with that, that we lead in obedience. And that's what I would say. All of that together is what your life looks like when you're truly following Christ. It doesn't look like you're perfect. It doesn't look like you never make mistakes, but it continually looks like you are obedient to what God is calling you to. You are listening to his Holy Spirit and you are drawing near and surrendering all to Jesus. So love that question. Thank you for asking guys. We cannot wait to catch you guys in the next episode. As always, if you have any question, you can DM us at youth at zchurch.org or you can shoot us an Instagram DM at zoe.youthmn. But until then, we'll catch you guys next week. See ya. Peace. Bye.